Cruz. That's Coach John McNichols, who joins me here, who runs the cross-country track and field program. I think the athletics department as well. I think they give them that much power. Do they give them, did they give you that much power here? No, I'm not. In fact, no one listens to me. You know, that's uh, uh, I've been around for a while, and I am definitely the senior member of the staff. And once in a while, though, maybe ask advice or what, what was it like back in the old days? But that's about it. <laughs> it's just been a lifetime of work for many of us here in the community. I have to admit that, you know, when I'm up in the press box looking out across uh, the crowd, uh, all the athletes, the, the colors on the... Uh, on our great facility, um, it is, I'm almost in disbelief. Coach, appreciate the time, and good luck to you and the fellows next week, and go out, get some All-Americans, and bring back some championships. Well, thank you. Try not to embarrass the community. (laughs) You're locked into In the Hope on ESPN 1130 The Fan, FM 99.5. Be sure to tweet the show at 1130 The Fan, or give us a call, 812-917-3960. Here's Luke Martin. Welcome back to In the Holt, everybody. Great to have you with us and great to be welcomed back in by, I think, no other voice that should be welcomed back back in to the show today than John McNichols. Of course, I know everybody, our thoughts and prayers continue to go out to the McNichols family and everything they have been through this year as well. And it has been so much fun, really honestly, to see all of the tributes that have been pouring out of Coach John McNichols over the past 24 hours or so. And really, honestly, not even just the past 24 hours, uh, even go back to the weekend as well. Definitely, I know the hearts have been heavy in Sycamore country, and we will continue to be thinking of Coach John McNichols. And I thought, you know what? There was no other better way to spend the show today than most of the time talking about Coach McNichols. And I know a guy that got to know him very, very well at Indiana State during his time. And he joins me here to start off the show. That's other than my good buddy, Ace Hunt from Indiana State Athletics at Sycamore SID for all those fans on Twitter. Uh, Ace, welcome to the show, my friend. I think first and foremost, I think there was no better than honor Coach McNichols than two Sycamore wins yesterday. Yeah, that... um that's the way he would have liked them. Uh, you know, both teams had to scratch and claw their way back from down fairly late in each game. And, uh, boy, that's the way he taught his, uh, his runners, um, and, and his athletes was, didn't matter how far down you were or what odds you were up against or if there's a track equivalent of somebody tipping in a missed free throw with one second left, uh, he always taught them to, that they had to battle and overcome stuff like that. You know, it may not be a a missed um, opportunity at the end of the game, but, you know, he, he won 37 uh, Missouri Valley Conference championships, and he won 30, all 37 of them. He never even had a locker room to show recruits <laughs> where they would be changing. I mean, it's just amazing what he did and the odds that he – Help people overcome over the years. Just a really special guy. Um, I can remember sitting in his office um, on my job interview in late 2000, and he was showing me these plans, um, you know, to that were basically coming to fruition by the time I got here. But he was telling me about his dream of turning a 
a landfill in eastern Vigo County into a world-class cross-country course. And, um, boy, he had me believing by the end of my interview. And, uh, you know, 15 years later, we've hosted 12 of those NCAA championships. That's, people don't realize what a accomplishment that was. And, you know, just turning the... You know, most people in cross country, they think they have to build those things around a state park or around a, a golf course. And he had the vision to do it out of a landfill on Max Gibson's land. It's just amazing the foresight he had into things like that. And, uh, just all the great bu- hotel business and, uh, national notoriety that he, he's brought Terre Haute and the Wabash Valley. Just amazing. Ace Hunt joins me from Indiana State Athletics, remembering his friend John McNichols, who passed away yesterday after suffering a stroke this past weekend down Orlando. The legendary head coach of the Indiana State Sycamore track and field and cross country program. And Ace, you kind of really hinted at about all he's been able to do here in Terre Haute, from whether it was the success of the Missouri Valley Conference and all the championships to having that vision and foresight for the Laverne Gibson National Championship cross country course. But personally for you, what are you going to remember most about Coach McNichols with your relationship with him? Well, he uh, he used to, uh, you know, I grew up and spent uh, 20-some-odd years of my life in the great state of South Carolina. And, uh, you know, Coach McNichols, I don't think his family would be ticked off me saying he was a pretty much a... Uh, hardline Democrat, and uh, so he automatically assumed since I was coming from the South <laughs> that I was a hardline Republican, and uh, he used to like to give me a really hard time about Strom Thurmond and, um, you know, all kinds of other uh, noise about being from the South, and, I, you know, he'd, used to, he'd say stuff like that, and then he'd just kind of have that smile and chuckle. Yeah. Um, you know, he was chuckling about it, but he also took his politics really seriously. So it wasn't 100% jokingly. <laughs> <laughs> and especially in this last uh, political election cycle, he we had uh, a lot of interesting conversations. And uh, the thing that I told the TV station yesterday, too, was... Um, you know, everybody's up in arms, you know, because so-and-so got elected and uh, everybody's up in arms because there's, um, you know, trouble in the Middle East. Well, he was like, uh, well, everybody was all upset when Dwight Eisenhower got elected and or when Harry Truman um, got elected at, you know, in a late comeback. And um, he's like, all this stuff has happened before. It's just because of social media. And twenty four seven news cycle that everybody knows about it instantaneously now and overreacts and um, you know I got three small children and um, you know got a fourth one on the way in March and you know you turn on uh, national news sometimes and it can be a little disconcerting to know that you're responsible for bringing young people into the world at times like this but you know he was real calming about it to me. Uh, over the last few months, he's like, don't worry about that stuff because it's all happened before. And uh, just because we're all more aware of it now and uh, 
you know, with social media and uh, being able to, at the click of a button, either on the computer or on TV, uh, watch news about goings on in the world. Just because we're more aware of it now doesn't mean the world hasn't faced these similar problems. So that's something I'll always take with him. Hopefully there'll be some um, young guy working for me in the future. I'll be able to calm their fears with that same uh, bit of advice. Once again, Ace Hunt joins me from Indiana State Athletics, remembering John McNichols and sharing some good stories with Coach McNichols here on In the Hold, ESPN 1130, The Fan, FM 995. You brought up that relationship you had with the Ace. You've been able to see him a long time. There's a lot of people in that office that have also worked with him a long time. What was it about Coach McNichols that made him Coach McNichols? Um, you know, I really... Well, the first thing is, um, you know, we, it took him it took him a long time uh, for us to get him on board with emailing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, that was not a technology that he embraced. I don't know if he ever embraced it fully, <laughs> but um, early on, so we we used to like to to rib him about that a little bit, and um, you know. Uh, even up until the end of the cross country season, I know he was still booking uh, uh, all the team travel. You know, that's just the old school mentality. Now, uh, every head coach has an operations director who handles all those minute, seemingly minute details. They're minute until something goes wrong. And, uh, you know, he'd make the dinner reservations for the team. And, um, uh, you know, just, um, he always, he, he took care of all that himself. And I thought that was something else that he was able to keep all that organized. He was able to keep, uh, his work with the city of Terre Haute and the County on like the heritage trail and riverscape organized. And, um, not to mention hosting all these national cross country meets. I mean, those things, it's not just like everybody shows up on the day of the race and the race happens. I mean, that's a full year of preparation, and he was on top of all that at all times, plus running a, a successful program that captured 37 uh, MVC titles. And, um, you know, this is his 34th year, and every year he has opportunity to he had opportunity to participate in three Missouri Valley Conference championships, men's cross country, and then the indoor meet and the outdoor meet. So if you do the math, the 33 full years he worked times three is 99, and then the cross country meet was his 100th wow. Missouri Valley Conference uh, championship that he was a head coach for. So um, I know that was a big milestone for him, and um, – uh, there were a lot of people that were um, that went to Northern Iowa, you know, to see that historic moment. And uh, I know Kyle Walsh was really, really into that. He kept reminding me, "This is Coach's hundredth MVC meet," and um, you know, we made sure we made a, a big deal out of that. But um, gosh, he was just so old school, and uh, um, you know, he, I think he. Uh, he uh, not get on the nerves is the wrong way, but he would per he would perplex his younger assistants on 
um, you know, such things as actually calling a hotel to book the rooms and uh, instead of, you know, doing it online. Yeah. Just, uh, uh, just um, you know, he'd done things for 34 years and he did them his way. <laughs> hey, son joins <laughs> us. Remembering Coach McNichols here on In the Hall at ESPN, 1130 The Fan, FM 99.5. Ace, I know you and the athletic department continue to have heavy hearts, but what's it meant uh, not to make necessarily have you speak for the whole athletic department, but as a member of one of the main members of the athletic department, what's it really meant to not just see the outpouring from local folks here in Terre Haute, but literally across the country from many different programs, many different backgrounds, what's it meant to you to see all of this outpouring of emotion and support over these past, geez, you know, I know 24 hours since he's passed away, but even back to this weekend. Yeah, um, well, I, I will. I do want to give a uh, a big round of credit to um, Assistant SID Tyler Wooten. I, I read uh, the release that he put together with some of those comments you're talking about, and I honestly can say. That's probably the first uh, press release I've ever read where I uh, welled up a little bit. <laughs> I mean, usually those things are so mundane, but uh, just the comments from the people around the country, they just, you just kept reading them, and they kept going on and on. And then you get to the comments from John uh, Gartland, who was his longtime counterpart here, and, uh, um, you know, it just it brings all kinds of... Uh, emotions um to that to know how special he was but then to go uh you know on tweet deck um in the afternoon i mean my uh computer kept making that that tweet sound that bird chirping <laughs> sound i mean all afternoon and you we usually get some interaction on a basketball game day plus the women were playing but i mean it was constant i had to turn the sound off because it was kind of embarrassing but um, you know, look on there, LSU track and field, Air Force track and field, um, uh, all kinds of uh, pro Eastern Michigan who has a wonderful cross-country program, uh, you know, runners from all over the country that uh, were sending their condolences over Twitter. Um, I know Tyler's still getting uh, emails from head coaches all over the country. It's, it's I mean, we all knew that he was well-respected in the track and field community and uh, especially in the cross-country community, making Terre Haute cross-country town, USA. But I don't think we all fully grasp it um, uh, until you start seeing all those messages come in. And, I mean, I don't pretend to be like Linda McNichols, who, I mean, there's no way she can respond to everything. I, I can't imagine. Um, but... Um, it's been pretty amazing to to see, um, you know, all those Power Five schools that would never give Indiana State the time of day and anything else, but they took time to, um, you know, send their thoughts and condolences over, and that that means a lot. It's helped a lot of people that work at ISU uh, kind of get through the day yesterday, um, knowing that uh, all these major schools have our back. No doubt about it. Once again, Ace Hunt from Indiana State Athletics. Join us here on the show. Remembering Coach John McNichols, a longtime legendary head coach at Indiana State, will always be a friend with 
for many, many in the athletic department and across the country. Once again, Ace Hunt. Ace, I wish I had you on the show in better circumstances, but I know you really enjoyed talking about your friend and a friend of so many in the athletic department and John McNichols. Really appreciate you sharing some of those stories, Ace, and calling into the show. Yeah, and I also want to give a big shout-out um, to uh, they would never want any credit, but they deserve it. Uh, uh, basketball head coach Greg Lansing has been on the phone constantly with Linda since the weekend. I had to share the news of the stroke with him after the Valparaiso game, and he immediately, as soon as he got on the bus, uh, working to – uh, make sure Linda was taken care of, make sure the, that Coach McNichols' children and grandchildren were okay. Even in a tough, stressful environment he was in, he deserves a lot of credit. And also for uh, um, our women's golf coach, Greg Town, uh, he did uh, an amazing job. He um, watched his uh, youngest son graduate from Florida State University over the weekend and then went to his, uh, they have a home in Orlando, and um, he went and picked up Coach McNichols' children from the airport and delivered them to the hospital um, over uh, after they landed to, to go see their dad. So that's small details, but those two really played a major role behind the scenes in uh, comforting the McNichols family, and um, I know they don't, didn't do it to get any public credit or anything like that, but uh, the public needs to know that those two really went the extra mile for the McNichols family in a very difficult time. Yeah, I think everybody knows John McNichols would have done the exact same thing if the roles were reversed for anybody else Absolutely. in Indiana State Athletics, for sure. Once again, Ace Hunt from Indiana State Athletics. Ace, my friend, really appreciate it, buddy. Thanks for calling into the show, and have a great Christmas and holiday, buddy. All right. Um, I, I know uh, uh, my favorite radio talk show in the hood is winding <laughs> down, um, but I know you got big things in store for, for you, and I'm looking forward to 2017 and seeing uh, all of your great work at your new venture. Me too, my friend. I'm just going to miss hearing you talking about Ric Flair on the radio now every now and then. <laughs> hey, well, uh, we're losing that, but... Uh, We'll probably gain uh, a few more uh, celebration gifts of the Sycamore <laughs> variety, so I'm all for it. I think so, too. Ace, have a great Christmas, my friend. Thanks for calling right. in. Thank you, Luke.